Welcome to Table Pop. I got it right. I didn't say Table Top. Yeah, you did. You did well. <laughs> uh, my name is Mitchell Tierney. I'm, I'm an author of young adult fantasy. And I also collect um, retro toys, mainly from the 80s, Ghostbusters, Star Wars. And I collect comics. And I drink a lot of coffee and I write... Um, I, I'm Jason Kotze Yang. I'm a graphic designer and I'm starting out in game design as well. I've got a couple of things going on at the moment. And today we want to talk to you about tabletop and pop culture. Tabletop. 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 We're going to say tabletop a lot. Yep. And possibly pop pop occasionally. <laughs> pop up. Um, so we didn't have really any other name for it. Table pot was pretty much. Um, we had a couple flying around, but you said Dyson hose today. Dyson hose. That's because my wife said that, and I'm like, maybe we should change it to that. Mm-hmm. But there are no hose in here. We kicked them out, and like, we're gonna go episode to episode based on just different sort of pop culture things that may be involved in. Tabletop games of any sort, so role-playing, card games. Yeah, well, well, what we're going to try and do is tackle things not just from, like, a mechanical thing, so we're not going to have a look at, you know, worker placement games or have a look at, you know, just card games. We're going to try and think about, like, the ideas behind the game. Hmm. So today we're going to have a little bit of a look at Lego. Lego. Um, so we're going to have a look at some Lego games, and we're going to have a look at Lego and, I guess, its influence on us and on tabletop gaming in particular, as well as its general influence on the world. Because nope. we've got the new cool Lego movie out. Yep, which we both saw. Yes, and it finally came to Australia. It's been out in... Has uh, it? Yeah, it's been out in America for a couple of months. Uh, and we finally got it down here. Don't we normally get movies first? It depends. <laughs> Sometimes they just leave us alone. Yeah. Sometimes they forget about us down here. It's very sad. Well, I mean, I don't know how big Lego is in America, but it's pretty big here, I would say. Yeah, I think it's big everywhere. Although in America, they say Legos. That was, I was going to get to that. Um, there's no S on the end. No. Of anything. No. I don't know why you'd say Legos. Maybe because there's, Lego is one. Yeah. Legos is many. I don't know. Maybe. Sheeps. Sheeps? Sheeps. <laughs> That's why sheeps. It's all the sheeps' fault. Sheeps. Damn sheeps. Well, I mean, I um, I remember getting into it when I was four or five, but I don't remember how. I just remember having a, a milk crate full of Lego, and now my brother's kids, who are about three or four, they love Lego too. Wait, a, a milk crate so it has holes in the bottom? Don't the Lego no, pieces fall this, out? No, this this one had. No, this one was a. It might have been. It was a milk crate, but it didn't, have, it didn't have any holes in it. And I don't have no idea where it came from. It was just there. And now we've passed it on. And every piece is still there. Just tip it out on the floor. Mm. And the first one to grab the, the face with the stubble, you've got the coolest Lego. Yeah, yeah. The, well, the, the, we, we used to have just like the little happy faces. <laughs> and they've slowly changed over the years. Um, I was looking at something today which had like, a little diagram of how the Lego faces have evolved, mm. and they've actually got angrier over the years as they've kind of got like more the gritty. eyebrows has yeah, gone yeah. down. 
the mouth has opened up. Or you had a, a Hitler Lego before, which... Uh, was, well, let's, let's talk about that. That's quite surprising. Cut this, cut this, cut this. <laughs> no, what, 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 what was it? What was that Lego from? It was an it was an off brand Lego that I I picked up in China because I thought it was kind of funny at the time. It, it it's it's not a Hitler Lego. It's no. a it's a, a Japanese army officer. Yep. Um, you get him with a katana, and his face is essentially like a like big round glasses and a little hit, Hitler mustache. Yeah. <laughs> and he comes in like a, in a full Japanese army army officer uniform with a little cap and stuff. Cool. But it is off-brand Lego, so you don't quite get that nice click. Oh, okay. So it still fits, just doesn't yeah. click. It just doesn't click. It doesn't okay. feel right. Right, <laughs> yeah. Well, we got what my wife's father, a little Thor Lego, and that well, it was not Lego. Oh. Went to one of those cube stores where you rent out just a little cube, and they had all the Avengers there. Definitely not Lego. Definitely not licensed to Avengers, but they were all there. Spider-Man, we got him the uh, the Thor one, it was cool. So, um, I did a bit of research, and it was created in Denmark in 1949. Okay, okay. So, before we got to the point that, like, Lego was Lego, Mm -hmm. um, the original founder, Old Kirk Christiansen, Mm -hmm. we're going to call him Old Kirk, Old, Old Kirk. Old Kirk, yep. Yeah, that's not how you say it, but we're just going to call him that. Well, that's what they probably called him. Yeah, yeah, they, they ran around going, hey, Old Kirk, Old how Kirk. you going? Yeah. Where's the Lego? <laughs> <laughs> so he, he started off with, like, making little wooden toy toys, and then eventually decided, okay, plastic is where it's at, mm-hmm. and that's kind of how Lego was born. So I guess it started just after World War Two. Yep. Is that what you're saying? So that was... World War Two, nineteen forty-five. Nineteen forty-five to to now. <laughs> to now. <laughs> the, so his wooden toys were they? Did they look like Lego? Did no. they snip? Or were they just random toys? I I I I don't know. Don't know. I don't know. I didn't research that. But no. Let's 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 move on. <laughs> so um, old Kirk. Yep. Um, he he, the thing that like where we get to Lego where we are today mm. is that unlike, you know, some toys that are just toys, you know, they're just one little piece of thing. Mm-hmm. He thought about Lego as kind of a system of play as a way of not just creating one toy, but creating something where you could create your own toys, your mm. own, your own games, yep. which is where we're kind of g- going to go with the rest of the podcast. Okay. Cause I think more than any other toy line, Lego's customizable by its user in both its, Form you can make whatever you want, yep. but also its function you can yeah. make it do whatever you want. You can make what they tell you to do. You can make the Millennium Falcon, pull it apart, make something else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's partly what the Lego Movie was about. It was, yep. Especially the uh, the pirate dude who had a a shark for a hand, mm-hmm. and cannons for his other hand. That was cool. Mm. So. We've both seen the Lego movie. Do we want to talk about it? Yep. Do yep. we, we want to spoil it well, as much as possible? Uh, how long has it been out for? A week? Uh, a couple of weeks. A couple of weeks. Well, we won't spoil the the main bit towards the end. Yeah. We um, can talk about... Uh, Darth Vader is Luke's father in this one as well. It just doesn't <laughs> really come up. 
No, it doesn't come up. Bat- Batman is in it, and he does jump aboard the Millennium Falcon. Oh. Is that a spoiler? Yeah, you wrecked oh, it. You wrecked no. it for everyone. Okay. Every- everyone rewind. Spoiler rewind. alert. <laughs> Forgot that happened. Well, it's not a made major plot in the movie but um it's cool I, I really like the lego movie i was surprised i didn't actually want to see it only because we were doing a lego pod did i go mm. and see it i was gonna go see captain america 2 or spider-man but um the lego movie did surprise me and at one point i thought is this stop motion because that's exactly what it looks like mm. very stop motion but it's all cg mm-hmm. it all looks like stop motion with lego they did an awesome job and partly animated in Australia by Animal Logic. Is it? Yes. Wow. Animal Logic is a studio down in Sydney. Uh, I know a guy who works for it, and he did all the good stuff. Really? Yeah. Oh, cool. So I'm cool by association. <laughs> yeah, it had all the main characters in it, all their licensed characters. Well, I don't think I saw Harry Potter in it, or Lord of the Rings. No, Dumbledore was there. Dumbledore was there. Yeah. Superman, Green Lantern was there. I don't think they had any Avengers, although they do have an Avengers Lego now. No, they didn't, did mm. they? So I, I guess the Lego movie really shows us kind of where Lego is now, mm. in that a lot of the, the kind of the more enjoyable bits about the movie that are good for both adults and kids mm. are those kind of pop culture references. Is, you know, not just, oh, here's a little Lego guy and he's wearing a construction uniform, it's, here's Batman. Yeah, his Batman, and um, they gave him really good personalities and good storyline. They interacted really well. Um, the main guys are sort of like an average Joe, I guess you'd say, and it's him going on this sort of adventure to find something out. And um, you know, Batman comes into it. I think the girl's name is Wild Style. Yeah, something like that. Maybe Wild Side. Wild Side? Uh, Something, yeah. Something oddly sexual. (laughs) About a little Lego minifigure with some streaky parts in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, um, it was surprisingly quite funny. I remember laughing a bit through it. Especially at the 80s space Lego they put in. Because I just remember from my childhood having a couple of them. A blue one and a red and a red one. Okay. Segway. Mm-hmm. What about your first Lego experience? What, what do you actually remember about playing with Lego as a kid? The only thing I really remember is having getting my neighbor coming over, because I don't think he had much Lego, tipping out this milk crate and building spaceships. Mm, I, I remember building spaceships as well. Um, it, well, one of the first things that we used to do is, you know, we had a, like an underwater aquatic one and a few different ones, and we'd, you know, Break them out, build them back up, all the spaceships, and then fight each other. What? Aquatic? Yeah, um, there was used to be like an underwater one. Oh. So they had like underwater suits and stuff. Like, okay. And, you know, like a big kind of like... Like a backpack? Yeah, yeah. And the mask? Yeah. Okay. So they had all that stuff, and we used to just, you know, repurpose it to make them all in space. And you'd change the visors mm. out and stuff. And we, you know, made the spaceship fort, blew them up. We had little <laughs> rules with how they, they could blow each other up and stuff. So that that's kind of what, I guess, me thinking back about table, tabletop now and doing a weird circle mm. is that, you know, for a lot of people, I think Lego as a system of play is kind of 
one of those first steps into not just, you know, making it fly around like an aeroplane mm. into actually interact and maybe yep. start creating little rules so you can not just play, but play in an organized way where there's some sort of competition and mm. winner or whatever. So it'll probably introduce maybe kids to using their imagination to create something new. Because mm-hmm. you go, you get the wings, you get the uh, the pilot screen. What can I make? Start making a spaceship. See your friend's spaceship. Oh, that looks a bit good. I'm uh, trying to, you know, make mine a bit better. I remember trying to make uh, Ecto-1 out of Lego from Ec- Ghostbusters. Oh, Ecto-1. Okay, yep. cool. And, um, Is that the car? Yeah, that's okay, the car. Cool. Yeah, because we had one bit. It must have been an ambulance because you put a battery and it had two lights. I think it was green and red or yellow and red. And we used to go, Mom, let's get a new battery. Put the battery in. I'll make it Ecto-1. Didn't look anything like it, but I was five. And I try and fit all the Ghostbusters in it, give them a backpack each. Yeah, that's, um, that's going back a long time. Mm. So... It, it's been a long time. Um, we've changed, and Lego has changed a little bit as well, you know. Back in the, back, well, I guess, Lego grew and grew and grew and grew, but just about the time we were probably abandoning and trying to be grown-ups and doing things like going to university and having jobs and um, drinking beer, mm. um, the sales for Lego started to go down yeah. around about in the 90s, and it almost went bankrupt around 2003. Wow. And but they managed to bre- drag themselves back from the the brink until we see what Lego is today. We see a multi-million dollar movie that's, you know, opening weekends is going crazy which we should have researched. Mm. And we'll put it in like Mitch is going to go back and put in all these facts that I forgot. Yeah, yeah, I'll I'll do that. Yeah. Um so and yeah, so now we have all these licenses which is what helped pick Lego up a little bit. So, you know... Lord of the Rings. Yeah. It started with Star Wars, um, Bionicle, and Harry Potter. Yep. Those, those are kind of the first three mm-hmm. licenses they, they stepped into. And that was a little bit before they were going bankrupt. So they kind of started on that, built on that, until we now have, what, Teenage Ninja, Ninja Mutant Turtles, Pirates yep. of the Caribbean. Yep. Um, uh, Indiana Jones... We've um, got um, DC Marvel superheroes. Ninjago, yeah, oh, yeah. Which I think isn't. It's not a movie. It's just ninjas. Yeah. yeah, that's one of their own things as well. Which I haven't seen around for a while. That may have been one of the things that started to get phased out. Um, um, because both our wives do derby. There's another derby widow guy whose son is a huge Ninde- Ninjago fan. Okay, cool. So they built an, they built a Ninjago out of boxes and they built a, he's his birthday cake as a Ninjago. And I saw Ninjago there at um, mm. Kmart the other day. Mm. Looks alright, just look like ninjas. Yeah, well, the, 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 you have little ninja guys but they also battle. Okay. So they're kind of like uh, Beyblades? Uh, yeah, where Beyblades? you pull the string yeah. and uh, you let them in a dome. Yeah. Yep. So, it's another one of those. Is it? Yeah. Okay. So it's another one of those things where they, they kind of get an idea and they try and make it customizable, try and make it into an actual game. So a tabletop game. Yeah. Yeah. On topic. On topic. Okay, I'll have to look at it closely next time I go to Kmart. So at that time, yeah, they were trying out new things. One of the things they were also trying out 
were Lego games. Mm. So this is something that's been going on for a few years and actually has just recently been chopped. Mm. So you can't... They're not developing any new ones now, but they are still available from some iron sales yeah. and some stores might still have stock. I think Amazon have a couple. Yeah. Um, I couldn't find any on eBay. I think I could find one, maybe. Outer Rim Trading is a Lego site that I occasionally use, mm-hmm. and they've still got a couple. They've got the Battle of Hoth one, which is a Star Wars-themed Lego game where you move around and try not to get blown up by AT&Ts. <laughs> so they've got little AT&Ts, and you also get little tiny minifigs. Mm-hmm. So the normal minifigs, you know, they've got two legs, a body, arms and stuff that moves, and a head. Okay. And the little tiny games minifigs... They're essentially just, like, a head and a body. Okay. So th- That sounds good. I'll buy that. Yeah. Anything Star Wars, really. Okay. Well, you should buy it. I will buy it. Um, but we managed to play a couple games today with LEGO. One that I actually bought a while ago and didn't actually use for LEGO games, mm-hmm. we'll get into later. And one that we managed to borrow off a friend's <laughs> child son, which is probably where these games are actually meant for, yeah. not for um, 20 to 30-year-old men. Yeah, I don't see them because I'm not probably looking for them. Okay, I probably see them a lot. <laughs> um, so we played Lava Dragon. We played Lava Dragon, yep, that was, um, that was quite fun. Mm. But we, I think when you open it, you have to build this sort of volcano with the dragon on top. So that's, whatever, 20 minutes or half an hour. And and the men you use that represent your character, Mm -hmm. about half the size of a normal Lego man. Yeah, those those little mini... But the bricks are all the same sort Mm -hmm. of... Like, so you can incorporate them into your normal Lego collection. Yeah, yeah. Or maybe you could build build upon that volcano Mm -hmm. with your Lego collection. Mm-hmm. So, it's, um, the, the basic principle of Love Dragon is it is a roll and move game, but it does a couple little different things. So, what you want to do is you want to try and get to the top of the, the lava mountain and ride the lava dragon. Yeah. So, every time you get to roll a dice and you get to move F you've got a little tile on that dice. It's a customizable Lego dice, and you have to add tiles as you go. So the longer the game goes on, the more little tiles you add, the more likely it is you're going to move. And you can also do a few other slightly nasty things, like blocking people off. And there's a customizable rule set. So once you play the basic game, you can add little bits. They actually encourage you to customize the game. One of the things is that you can... You can push other adventures off. Um, and there's probably a few other things which I haven't actually looked into yet. Mm. But they are really encouraging you to play your own game. Yeah, I got I got trapped with lava on each side and I had mm. no choice but to go down down the volcano and mm. to the left. But um, I've never really seen a system like that where the dice... So, like, you might roll a dice mm-hmm. and roll my colour then I get to move, mm-hmm. even though it's not my move. Yeah. I like, I like that sort of mechanism. That's so good. It, it, it is very much aimed at kids. Mm. It is a little bit nasty, because like, you, <laughs> yeah. you do actually block each other off. Yeah. 
Um, it is very luck-based. You just roll the dice and hopefully you'll, you'll get what you need. Um, it, it, it's simple. It was simple, yeah, and four of us played it, and it took us a little while to get through because, you know, once someone gets up the volcano a bit more, you know to block them with lava, or... It was pretty good. I mean, I'd I'd play it again, but there probably wouldn't be too much play. No, there's not a whole lot of play in it. Like, it it, it is a game for kids, but I think it was a reasonably interesting game in Mm. that it did manage to keep everyone involved during other people's turns because you have to actually look and see what they're doing. Yep. And interesting in that there was actual negative interaction, which is Mm. something that is steered away from a little bit in modern games and that, you know, we think of like Monopoly or Risk or any of those games, like when we're kids playing, they were used to always, you know, try and fight it out. And there's less of that now, but... It's something that I, I actually like happening. Hmm. Yeah, I I, I liked it. Um, because I I did try and stop other people with lava, because they were trying to stop me. So. Did, and you rode the dragon at the end. I did. I'm pretty sure I did. Yep. So you get to go on the last. So you go gray brown, gray brown. They're the levels of the volcano. Then you get on the top, and then you get to ride the dragon if you get a. Is it the orange yeah. lava yeah. side of the dice? There, there's one side of the dice you roll that has a little two-square lava tile, so yeah. every time you roll that, you get to move one of the lava, and you have to essentially get up the top and then roll and move like you're playing Snakes and Ladders or Cluedo or whatever. You have to get like the exact face that you need. Hmm. There's a two-in-six chance, but we found that the dice hates us, <laughs> and it seems to be... Um, as you're building the dice as you go, it's actually pretty weighted in particular directions. I was wondering if you're going to bring that up because yeah. um, it it is got it has a, like a, a rubber sort of ring around it, yeah, yeah. ring, but it's it does bounce around a lot. And one side can have a, a four tiles on it, and mm-hmm. the other side might not have no tiles on yeah. it. Yeah, so it seemed to be like literally weighted in one yeah. particular direction. And the direction it was was weighted against me. <laughs> I was all the way down the bottom the whole time. So yeah, gonna come back to the like kids play it. They probably wouldn't know that it's weighted on one side. Wouldn't probably bother them at all. It might. Mm. And the other one we played, Monster Four. Monster Four. Was there a one, two, and three? No, uh, no? Monster Four is in Connect Four. As in Connect Four, right? Because. Uh, you, it's essentially Connect Four or, you know, Tic-Tac-Toe. Yep. Noughts and Crosses, mm-hmm. but with little monsters. And again, you got a dice, you roll your dice. If it gets a particular face, you get to place a monster in a direction. There's also uh, wild monsters, which are little skeletons. Mm-hmm. And so you can make a Connect Four row with them as well. And you get to, you know, move other people's monsters off, switch them with your own have a big spider jump on people and scare them away. So it's a... it's a Again, there's a little bit of negative interaction. There's a, a, a lot of luck to it. Mm. And there's also customizable elements, again, that they encourage you to pick up the game and then make it your own. I liked it because it's supernatural theme. It was set in a graveyard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was uh, a demon, I think. I was just four red heads, that little face on them. You were goblins, mm-hmm. 
Then there was werewolves and pumpkins. Mm-hmm. And the jokers were skeletons, and you were, and you kind of like jumping around mm-hmm. these grave mm-hmm. stones. Mm-hmm. And there was the uh, cemetery gates and some flames. I thought it looked cool. Did mm-hmm. Did you have the box? Yeah. Um. So this is the one that I got a while ago, and I actually used it just for the pieces. I didn't use it to play the actual game. So now we're talking about this. I actually got it and tried to make the game again. I found I was missing a couple of different pieces. So mm. there should be some pictures with the show notes for this. You might see that there's one or two like blue pieces among the, the black <laughs> and the grey. Just because I couldn't find them all. Was the spider involved? Was that the spider that came with it? Or did you, did you make that spider? No, that's, that's the that spider was, that came with it. And that's the whole spider? There's nothing more yeah, to yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. That, no? okay. That's it. it, it act, the spider actually has six legs. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. If you're counting. I, I, I didn't I, even notice. I, I don't think I lost additional legs. I think it always had six legs. No, so we, it's a, a weird beetle spider. We could add legs to it. Um. So, games. Yeah. Do you want to go talk about console games or PC games? Was there any PC games? Was there? There was a, there was a Wii game. Mm-hmm. I had, I had Lego... It was Star Wars. What was it? I think it might be New Hope. It was. I remember being on Tatooine a lot and having to run around. It was yeah. kind of like the movie. Like you're like, oh, this is really cool. Like the legs bend the way the actual Lego leg bends. Mm-hmm. And when you die, you just explode into like mm-hmm. little Lego pieces, and all your little coins go everywhere. Yeah, I enjoyed it, but I did trade it in for Elder Scrolls or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I guess that's part of the proliferation of the Lego Empire that, you know, they started with, you know, Lego Star Wars figures, and then I think Lego Star Wars the game was the first game that they did, Mm. and then once they had Lego Star Wars the game, they started venturing out into the other license they had. Harry Potter, Indiana Jones. Yeah. Might have been a Pirates one. There's probably one for all of them. Batman. Batman. I I think the, the Lego Superheroes game, which is Marvel is a little bit um, more of like an open world. It's essentially, you know, Grand Theft Auto, but for kids. <laughs> yeah. And I, I'm guessing there, there will be a movie game, Lego movie game. There probably already is. It's probably not very good. No. When, no, when they rush games out that quickly, they're normally not. So, um, there were some more things that were happening. What, in the in the movie? No, 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 no. I'm, I'm just getting a little bit distracted and trying to look at my show notes and covering it very, very well. <laughs> so another of the initiatives that, that they went beyond just Lego games mm. in trying to get more people involved back in the community was Lego Kuso. I believe this originally came out of Japan, mm-hmm. and this is where we started to see not just the Lego sets that Lego wanted to put out, but the Lego sets that the fans wanted to see. Um, so it's a little site where you can go and you can build your own Lego set okay. and people vote on it. And yep. if it gets 10,000 votes, mm. then the big guys at Lego, they actually consider making it. Okay. So they've made a, a few kind of nifty things, mm-hmm. including, you know, I believe there's a really big Lego Star Destroyer. There's there's a smaller kind of more mass market available yep. um, one with, where you have your little minifigs and everything attached, yep. but there's also like a more complicated, huge one. <laughs> right. 
Um, there's the DeLorean from Back to the Future. Yeah, which... Um, have you seen a picture of it? Yes, yes. I know there was some criticism that it didn't quite look like a DeLorean, mm. but... It, it, it's, it's in minifigure scale, it so... It looked close enough. It's, it's, it's blocky. Yeah, it's blocky. It's, what you it's blocky. It's blocky. Yeah, it's going to be blocky. If you wanted it to be... Uh, Four or five times the size. Maybe you can make it pretty nice. <laughs> Did it come with uh, Doc Brown or? Yeah, 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 Doc Brown and you know Marty McFly Marty with his with his jeans and t-shirt yeah. and jacket. How many different layers does he have? Uh, he, he, yeah, he has a. He's he's got his like hot his his college jacket. Yep. His flannel and then his shirt underneath it. Yep. And he's got his Calvin Klein underpants. I don't know if you can see the Calvin <laughs> Klein underpants. Um, so yeah, p- part of Lego Kuso is that kind of circle back around of people being kids mm. and growing up and then getting back into the Lego. So you have what they... It's, it, it sounds a little bit weird and dirty, but adult fans of Lego. Yeah. AFOL. You can actually look up uh, a A-F-O-L. YouTube... Yeah. I'm an AFOL. Are you? I, I don't know. Is it like a brony? Uh, Similar? Maybe. 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 The, well, they tackle Lego in a very adult way. It's much more about set building. Okay. Um, yep. y- you can have a look on YouTube, Adult Fans of Lego. Look it up. There's a there's a nice little documentary. Well, they have this. They grew up on Lego. Now they have a disposable income. So this going out, I can buy all this stuff I never had as a kid. I have the space for it. Mm-hmm. Gonna build it. Yeah. I um I had to shop for my cousin my um my nephew's fifth birthday and I went and they have a whole city range now. Just city stuff. Yeah, c- city dresses, you know. Mm-hmm. I got him a monster truck one. I think City is one of their big ranges and it's where a couple of the earlier games were also based. Okay. Yeah, it, it's 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 one of their big ranges. I don't know why. I guess people like building things um, in real life, maybe. It'll be for those adult f- fans of Lego, because yeah. I did see a, a, a guy, probably late 40s, maybe early 50s, carrying around a massive city Lego box. Um, he had a son or a daughter who wasn't carrying anything, mm-hmm. and he was carrying it. I guess it was for him. <laughs> I was saying that it was. Mm. So that, that brings up an interesting thing, which was slightly touched on in the Lego movie as well, is that kind of opposition between using Lego as something that you build and mm. possibly, you know, cement together and make sure no one ever touches again. Yeah. And you put away in your little display cabinets. Like, because you just turn and looked at my Lego. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Mitch has, Mitch has got a, a couple of Lego... Uh, well, they, mostly Star Wars stuff. Uh, yeah, well, they brought out a monster line, which I I love it. I've got the Frankenstein, and I've got because that comes with a little car with some monster hunters on it, and it shoots rockets or something. And I've got the Frankenstein, sort of like um, kind of it must be like a laboratory, and it's got the electricity thing. And Frankenstein lies down, and you move a little cog, and he goes back and forth. <laughs> And you get, um, yeah, I, because I, I'm, a, I'm a huge fan of like the Hollywood monster era, 
I just I just wanted this stuff so bad, and I haven't bought Lego for twenty something years. And then someone bought me the Return of the Jedi skiff scene Lego, which has Boba Fett in it, and um, I think it's got Lando and the Sarlacc and the Sarlacc pit, which opens and closes, so you can chuck your little Lego man in there and close his mouth up. And yeah, I did put it away um, just because I guess they're so fiddly, and anyone that comes over might want to pick it up and break it. Mm. So we we are actually in in Mitch's little back room at the moment, and this is the room full of all his toys that when children come inside it, you have to watch them like hawks in case they actually try to play with any of them. Yeah, I, is... I don't let any kids in here. <laughs> I've seen kids in here before. Yeah, I try and, and, and... Anything you can grab will either be a book or probably a comic. All the rest of my stuff is up high on shelves. In its original packaging. Yeah, in its original packaging. I think the oldest thing I have is probably 25 years old. Probably a bit longer. I do have a spawn toy that I took out of its box. Actually, the Ghostbuster stuff, the trap, that's probably 30 years old. And the proton pack behind me is old as well. Um, um, there is Lego Ghostbusters now. Yeah. It's on its way. Is it on its way, or yeah. is it one of those things you had to um, bid on to get made? Well, well, the things that you have to bid bid on to get made, it's not um actually you know bidding as in like Kickstarter is. It's just showing your interest. Yeah, it's showing your yeah. interest, and then they're made available. There, some of them will make it into stores. Some of them will be rather released. Mm. Some of them will only be available through the Lego website. Uh, okay. Um, what you can actually do with the Lego website and what I did when I was using little Lego pieces to mm. play D&D with yep. is you can order um, individual pieces. Okay. So you can... And it's mainly aimed at kind of people who want to do this type of stuff, who want to kind of make their own Lego stuff. Make their own. So yep. you can order, you know, lots of little two-stud little bricks. You can order, you know, 50 of them in order to make your... Fancy Yeah, so if you want to make the Eiffel Tower, mm-hmm. you need a lot of yeah. little tiny certain bricks, you can order them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you I, have to pay for shipping for the US, so maybe it's good to do a big order. Well, you can go on... I went on Gumtree and I went on eBay mm-hmm. just to check if I could buy Lego in bulk, and they are available, but Lego has always been, to me, it, quite expensive. Mm. And even secondhand, people want quite a lot of money for it, mm. which was... Um, you know, I'll, I'll, I would offer them half the price, but they probably wouldn't take it. Yeah. Just to have Lego, maybe give it to, you know, mm-hmm. someone. And, yeah, what I was trying to get at is there is kind of a little opposition of the, you know, on-the-shelf Lego. Yep. And the bucket of Lego. Right, yeah. Um, I, I'm more of a bucket boy. Okay. Whereas <laughs> I, I, I do have them segmented, segmented into little pieces, but, like, I break everything down and put them and then try and actually use them when I when I actually use them as opposed to putting them on the shelf. Okay, so as as a kid, would you read the instructions on how to build it or could you just go, all right, this piece goes here and build it from scratch? I couldn't build what they wanted me to build from scratch. <laughs> no. I think the first time you get the set, you're always like, okay, I'm going to build the set. Like, that's what you do on Christmas Day. Yeah. And then... Uh, about two weeks, you break it down and do whatever you want with I it. I don't remember reading the instructions ever. I just remember building it 
couple pieces left over. <laughs> Doesn't matter. But when I got those uh, monster ones, I had to read instructions, and it took me and my wife like an hour to build that. You're like, what? What? What is going on? These doesn't go together. Oh, there's um. I think it was a Lego Death Star. That there's a, a print video online which I'll try and find and put in the show notes as well. Whereas this guy, he he builds his Lego Death Star, and or maybe it's Imperial Star Destroyer, whatever. It takes him like a few hours to build, mm. and then he leaves for the night and he builds it in the office, and his friends dismantle it. <laughs> dismantle it and put it back in the box and like he comes in and then like he's looking all over the office to try and find it because yep. like he knew they played a, a prank on him yep. and then like he has to go back and like open it and find it like he has to do it all over again and the the best thing about it is that uh, you should actually watch the video and I... then you'll see the denouement <laughs> I wouldn't rebuild it oh uh, I'm would... gonna ruin it for you yeah so you like, I'll watch it later. Yeah. F- fast forward forward a minute. Yep. He, he comes back, he opens it, and he's actually like, please, because he gets to make it again. Really? Yeah. Because, like, you know, that's, like, the one of the key pleasures of actually building it okay. rather than just putting it on the shelf. I could understand building something smaller yeah. than a Death Star. <laughs> uh, oh, my God. That is crazy. Um, so something that we've vaguely referenced throughout this um, table pop episode here is reusing Lego. Um, I used to reuse Lego as D and D guys. Yep. So I was for a while looking for Lego sets where I could get cheap little minifigs. So we used to instead of using miniatures, we used to use Lego minifigs. So we'd build our little guys with swords and armor and whatever else you want, and then we could customize. Like the little bosses and little minions we fought each game. Yep. So with a little monster four, I was able to have you know a little cadre of goblins and stuff that we could fight. Well, we just did that then with um, we played Space Crusade. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we're missing some parts, so Lego men stepped in. But I didn't quite have the right parts, so some of them, them look a little off. I didn't have a blue one, nah. so we had to use a um, a leprechaun lady with some extra blue bits that we added on. Yep. She, she still had a sword and a gun, I think, which was yeah. quite important to yeah. the I got, I got weapon the we- card. I got the, yeah. weapons, the weapons right. Yep. The the commanders have a list of different weapons. They can have swords and power gloves or axes and, and pistols or like a heavy bolter. So I got all those and for I didn't have a heavy bolter, which is like a, a big-ass machine gun. Mm. So I used a crossbow bolt and I told your wife it was a hilarious pun. <laughs> and she did, she didn't get me. No, I said it's a bolt. It's a, well, I didn't understand what a bolt was when we first played it, started playing Pathfinder. I'm like, what are you talking about? A bolt? It's an arrow. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, one of the things about you know taking it beyond just Lego sets, um, getting it off the shelf is actually reusing the pieces. Yep. And there's a lot you can kind of do in tabletop. So I used to do D and D. What we've also done before for Munchkin, as you have a, like a little level up. Level, yeah. So we used to put Lego pieces out on the grid. Everyone chose their guy, mm-hmm. and they could move them along. So you had a visual reminder. Yep. One of the you know the really popular game pieces are, are meeples. Do you know what meeples are? No. So meeples are these little wooden guys, and they're very iconic. Essentially, 
they kind of, I'm going to stand up and, and, and do a little thing, so they kind of look like this. Okay. Yeah. So it's not nothing like Lego? No, nothing like Lego. Okay. They're, they're wooden cubes that are cut into the shape of people, oh, okay. and they're very, very simplistic. Yeah. And Lego is just like one step beyond that. Okay. In being less simplistic, less abstract, and more representational. Okay. So, it for me the Lego they like add a little bit because you can kind of play with your guy. You can make him look like it a little yeah. bit. Yeah. You can take his head off and yeah. put a backpack on. Yeah. Put a helmet on. Yeah. Put something in his hand. Yeah. You can put a spear through him. That's what we used to do as kids. Through Lego. Yeah. How? Um, because they you can kind of just angle it just right so he kind of comes apart a little bit yep. and you put it right through the middle and then through his um, between where his legs and his yeah, body yeah, yeah. okay it's cool well I can't wait for the Ghostbusters Lego mm. to come out I'm gonna buy it so we're up to the next level next level we're, we're almost done now okay what's so, the next level um this is not us doing things. Okay. It's other people doing things with Lego. Mm. One of... There was a Kickstarter, I think, maybe a year or two ago. Mm. And there's another one running now, which might be over by the time we get this up. Mm. But you can still get in on the bandwagon, which is Frame Zero. And they are Lego fighting mechs. Mm. It's a miniature mech fighting system um, that you build Lego to interact with. Yep. Um, the rules are completely, you know, open. It's Creative Commons, so you can download them online and start playing with it without paying anything. Okay. Or you also can give, you know, a few bucks to the creators. So you're, so what are you buying from this Kickstarter? What you're buying is the rules. The rules, okay. So you 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 can buy like a physical book. You can buy an ebook or a PDF. Yep. And you're really just giving the people like a little bit of money for all the hard work in okay. creating the system, going through the rules, playtesting, playtesting, playtesting. So you're so you're using your existing Lego mm-hmm. to build a Mac for your Lego man to fit in, I or just a Mac? I think it's I think it's just a Mac. I okay. don't think you can get them to fit in, but they're again kind of like Space Crusaders, which yep. we just we just play with our little Lego guys. Is you build the Mac. And you get to choose what systems it has, so you can have a mech with hand-to-hand, hand-to-hand weapons. You mm-hmm. can have a mech that's faster, okay. or a, a mech with more heavy weapons, and you actually build those things on it. And there's now a new like space fighting system as well, which I think is called Frame Zero Rapid Attack. Yep. If you if you look on Kickstarter for Frame Zero. But both those should come up, mm-hmm. and they'll give you links to actually get towards how you can get them now after the Kickstarters are over. Cool. I'd definitely be involved in that. I don't have enough Lego to build a Mac, but... Um... Yeah, I, I, I was hoping to kind of co-opt um, one of our friends' children into seeing if they can make mechs for me. Because <laughs> I, I don't know if I can be bothered. Right. But I, it, it does look like a pretty interesting system. Yeah. In the fact that it is really customizable, yeah. that you you make your own guy, yep, and beyond you know, buying the card packs or, mm. or buying the actual miniatures, you can just change to whatever. Yeah, you want. well, that's where the fun lies in creating a mech from your imagination on from the pieces you have, mm. and then so then you battle each other, 
Yeah. So what you're buying is like a character sheet or like... Um, well, you're buying a complete rule system. Rule system, yep. Yeah, no, that sounds good. That's an innovative way to use Lego for sure. Just like the games that we played today. Mm. I'm going to check that out. So, I think we're pretty much done now. We've recovered all the things. We have. We have. We've covered all the, uh, the board games and the... Um, and the computer games. Um, now, when I when I when I was walking through uh, Kmart the other day, I was looking for the Lego, and I thought I'd found it, but it was in the girls' sort of like toy section, mm. and I went up and down, and I'm like, "Where are the other Legos?" And I had to walk about three, four, five aisles over to find it. So they, they sort of keep girls' Legos and boys' Legos separated. Well, yeah, this is a bit controversial because there's a famous ad, I believe, from the 80s or the 90s, mm. where it's got, like, this little freckly girl who, who's smiling and it's, it's the tagline is something about being beautiful mm. or, you know, creating what you want. And at that point, you know, Lego really was for everyone. Yep. But we're getting to a, a weird point where some people are putting boys and girls' toys back into genders and, yeah. and placing them several aisles apart. Yeah. And unfortunately, Lego are doing this. Um, they've taken a fair amount of flack for it, but I believe it is going fairly well for them, unfortunately. <laughs> well, It is working. I did talk to my wife about this the other day, and she said, what was the first thing you made when you got your Lego out? Mm-hmm. And I said, well, we had about two or three of these moon-like landscapes. Mm -hmm. So if you put them all together, it'll form like a crater in the middle and a road. So the first thing I'll do was build a spaceship Mm -hmm. to land on. And she said the first thing she built was a house. And she had to fight her sister for the Lego flowers to put in the garden. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, okay, so Lego is just working towards their sort of like niche. Like maybe girls want this. Mm-hmm. But also, girls would want Harry Potter, but it's not going to be in that aisle. You're going to have to walk mm-hmm. to find it. You're going to have to walk out of the ghetto. Uh, out of the girl ghetto. After the, out of all the pink, and go right down the black mm-hmm. section. And the the Lego minifigs in the girls' Lego are different from the boys' Lego? They're not, you know, the ones that you recognize. No, they are, yeah. They're they different. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that they look a little bit more... Um, like, you know, Bratz girls. They a little Yeah, they do. That's a little taller. Yeah, I that's the that's the very first thing I noticed when I went down, I'm like Oh, that looks like Lego and I looked and I, oh that is Lego. It's just that they have like it's almost like the head's a bit bigger and they've got a lot of like a, a hair piece that kinda of like clicks on and it, oh it's crazy. Crazy. Well, we're going to wrap up now. We'd love to hear how you use Lego in, in gaming and in your tabletop life. Yeah, if you've um, read your own Lego game, you want to hear about that. Mitch, do you want to give the people any ways to contact you? I was supposed to set up a um, tabletop um, email account, but mm-hmm. I didn't. Okay. Yep. Um, I will set one up for next time, mm-hmm. so I'll give that out then. 
Okay. Maybe. Yeah. Or my email is blackcat.books at hotmail.com. So we can use that one for now. Um, if you have any questions or anything, just or maybe an idea for a topic. We do have quite a lot of topics to cover us for the next six, mm-hmm. five or six Yeah, we, we've episodes. got some ideas. Yep. And we have been a bit rambly this time. It's, you know, we're just starting off. Yeah, yeah. So try and bear with us a little bit. Uh, Jason's notes have been quite great. Mine have been quite crap. Yeah. Fast forward the bits where you, where you hear this, where we fiddle around with things. <laughs> I, I bought this table for $20. It is a picnic table. Um, I did try to get a wooden table to be more secure, but I just could not find one at all. And you probably heard the dog and our wives upstairs. Yeah. Running around. Running there. around. I think there was maybe a motorbike at one point. <laughs> I heard the train. That's all right. The train's pretty close. Um, we're going to try and do this every couple weeks. We'll see. Yeah. We'll, we'll yeah. see how organized we are and yep. how much people love this. <laughs> how, how, how many people apart from our wives listen to it? Oh, oh yeah. I'll, I'll put a link up on Facebook and on Twitter and um, anywhere well, else. So what's, can what's your Twitter? I don't know. Is it Mitchell's books? I don't know. You don't know. <laughs> Mitchell has a Twitter. I think it's Mitchell's books. Okay. Um, my phone's in my pocket. Okay. You you can get in contact with me at www.endgamegames.com. Endgame Games is my uh, game development and game design company. So endgamegames.com. I'm also at Endgame Games on Twitter. If you want to go a little bit beyond that, you can find me on Reddit at Kotza Yang, K-O-T-Z-U-R-Y-A-N-G. You're on and Reddit? Yeah, I'm on Reddit. Sure. I, I, I just lurk on the tabletop game design forums, and occasionally you might see me on Netrunner, but mainly tabletop game design. I want to play Netrunner. Yeah, we can do that. Yeah. And also on Board Game Geek as a Kotza Yang, that should be enough places for you to find me. Or you can come around to my house and we can play some games if you like. Or you come to my book launch in May. Yeah, book launch in May. There may be a Kickstarter sometime soon, but hopefully there will be another episode before that. Yep, yep, definitely should be. All right, till next time. Happy gaming.